My name is Dr. Kate Watson, and woo, I am inspired today. I have to tell you, friends, some of my some of my best content comes from overhearing people on public transportation. Uh, what what a gold mine! What a gold mine of relationship insights, or 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 sometimes lack thereof. Um, in particular, today I was on the subway in Philadelphia, and I overheard two women who, and I overheard two women who appeared to be good friends, maybe sisters, I'm not sure. Uh, and they were having a conversation about relationships. And I was fascinated. <laughs> and as much as much as I love my city, and I really do, I also know that the subway has high crime and people tend to be really guarded. So uh, I couldn't approach them as much as I may have been tempted to do so. Um, so I don't know these women. And for that reason, I have to make up some names for them in order to tell this story. Let's just call them Cynthia and Alexis. So where to begin? Cynthia asks Alexis, how did your conversation with your dude go? And Alexis says, I decided to let it go. You know, he's sorry. And I know he's trying his best and he's just under a lot of stress right now. And I figured let's just leave it in the past. You know, let's not make a big thing of it. Okay. Time out already. <laughs> time out on the story. So I don't know what her dude did. Right. So I'm just a stranger and I'm just eavesdropping. So I have no clue. It could be anything from, he didn't empty the dishwasher to, you know, murder. I don't know. Uh, but I'm listening and I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to think the best here. I'm going to assume Alexis is smart, savvy. And if she's on the subway with me in Philly, she probably doesn't take shit from anyone. So she's probably doing the right thing. She's forgiving whatever her dude did. And she's brushing that off her shoulders so she can keep it moving with her you know, fabulousness. Well, Cynthia, the friend, Cynthia wasn't having it. Cynthia had this, <laughs> this super judgy look on her face that I've seen so from so many of my friends from time to time. <laughs> and, and Cynthia just kind of like spits back. You're just ignoring red flags, friend. His behavior is showing you who he is and you just don't want to see it. Ooh, okay, so it was getting good. I'm like leaning in on the subway and I, I had to be careful not to miss my stop. Uh, but Alexis got really quiet. And I mean, I guess there are a lot of ways to read that. Uh, I can think of at least two. You know, the, the more optimistic view is I guess maybe she's digesting Cynthia's feedback and considering it carefully. <laughs> but... Far more likely she's shutting down because she feels judged and attacked by Cynthia. 
So some silence kind of hangs in the air, and I'm just, like, riveted. Like, oh, shit, what's Alexis going to do with this? And rather predictably, Cynthia is the one who can't stand the silence and needs to jump in again. And she says, I'm telling you, you can hope and wish a man to be better, but you're wasting all your hoping and wishing on a man who ain't shit. And I'm loving this because I watch Alexis, who's on the receiving end of this, and she's practically like playing world or what's it called? Wordle on her phone. The thing that everybody's playing. I don't know what it's called. Uh, She's playing games. She's, she's on Facebook. She's, she's, she's not even there. She's not even participating in this conversation. Frankly, I was more in this conversation than Alexis was. So a little more silence hit. Okay. But of course, Cynthia thinking she knows best, just can't handle that silence. So she goes in again. You only see the good in him, but you ignore all the problems and you make up excuses to justify his bullshit. Ah, and then we were at City Hall, so I needed to get out. But as I'm climbing up the stairs to get to street level, I just kept thinking about the difference between ignoring red flags and giving someone the benefit of the doubt. And these are different things. These are different things. When we want to be helpful to one another, we may give people the benefit of the doubt. You know, I'm imagining a scenario where, let's say, my friend is 10 minutes late, but rather than jumping down her throat when she's probably having a hectic day, I assume the best possible explanation for her lateness and we keep it moving. I do that to help her, right? Because I don't want to lay into her when she's already late, probably already frantic, already stressed out. And it helps me. It helps me not get fixated on something small and, and blow it up into something big. I mean, I could give a million examples of this. I, I teach at a university. When one of my students sends me a rude or disrespectful email, I think to myself, okay, this, this person's acting out of character. This is not a pattern. This is strange behavior from him or her. And I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt that there is something serious going on and they would never normally speak to me this way. But it does kind of beg the question, like, when are we just ignoring red flags and problematic behavior? Well, I think we might be ignoring red flags and problematic behavior when we're trying to justify a pattern of behavior that has been hurtful, but it's a pattern, a pattern. When we're repeatedly closing our eyes to what's really happening, you know, we're, we're not really based in reality. Maybe when we're ignoring a pattern because of some occasional good behavior, you know, something gets turned around once or twice. So we're willing to overlook many, many, many other things that are the bigger, more prominent pattern. Maybe we're ignoring red flags when the trust that we have in people is based on hope and like wishful thinking, not reality. I think that's really different though than giving people the benefit of the doubt. That occurs when trust is grounded in reality and past experiences. And you say, I can trust that this is true because it's been true in the past. 
when we're not just assuming the worst when someone acts out of character, you know, when it's my student acting out of character, and this is not normal, this is not a pattern, I think it's best if I don't assume the worst. Maybe I go ahead and assume the best of this person. Uh, we're giving people the benefit of the doubt when we're not jumping to conclusions without enough information, when we're being open to other explanations, when there's a pattern of, you know, I guess I should say when there's otherwise a pattern of kindness and respect. Yeah, this just brings so many scenarios to mind for me. Uh, I can think of a time when I was facing this kind of dilemma in a in a romantic relationship. I was seeing someone who was displaying a pattern of behavior. And I wouldn't call it necessarily hurtful or harmful. Maybe it was just behavior I wasn't crazy about. And I'm not saying it was abusive or anything. I'm just saying I spent a lot of time thinking, I hope this changes. I hope he's not like this forever. I hope things will be different one day. I hope they are. Hope, 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 hope. And one day I had to ask myself, okay, Kate, if this behavior never changes, can you live with that? Can you live with that? And I'll tell you, folks, I really wrestled with that question for a while. And I guess I'm glad I wrestled with it. I, I worry sometimes when I answer too quickly. I, I was back and forth. But after being back and forth about it, I decided I could live with it. It wasn't ideal, but it wasn't a deal breaker. And in that moment, I felt a little better about my hope because I wasn't betting my entire future on that hope. I felt I could rest. I could rest knowing that I'm not just following a hope and a prayer. Let me say that again. I'm not just following a hope and a prayer, but I'm also prepared for my hopes to pass me by. And it no longer felt like a fantasy. It felt like hope grounded in reality, hope grounded in the reality that it might not come true. So Alexis, <laughs> if you're out there, it's okay to give people grace. It's okay to forgive mistakes. I know Cynthia feels otherwise. <laughs> and, and you and Cynthia don't have to agree on the whole thing. As long as you're having those tough conversations with yourself, uh, those, those conversations about being grounded in reality, not fantasy, I think we can all trust you to do that. Folks listening, ride the subway. It's, it's fantastic. Okay, until next time.